wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you This is a really good sounding podcast Like I'm listening to all these big podcasts That just sound like crap lately And like, I don't know We have one of the better sounding podcasts on the internet Just, just quality like of audio own home here. Quality Jose Canseco's new must anticipated podcast you know what it consisted of? Like a handheld recorder in the opposite side of the room, Jose sitting at his desk, and his co-host on speaker. That sounds like about the quality <laughs> of what like Jose the... does in life. <laughs> I know, but like the entire like month he was hyping up how he had this producer and stuff like that. So I was interested. I was like, well, remember you know, Jose's boxing match? This is Jose's be... boxing match where he sent his brother <laughs> to go fight as him and tried to pretend pretend <laughs> his brother was him because he was too lazy. Eating Cheetos, his twin a brother. fat bastard. Yeah, like not too many people even knew that he knew that he had a twin brother. It was just like a wrestling. Yeah, it's like, like a <laughs> switcheroo <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, Jose's a good follow on Twitter. Last week, it was just no, like Friday, it was like just put his millions of followers. Leela, call me about your Capital One credit card. We have to talk about this, or I'll tell the world what you really are. It's like, okay. And then eight minutes later, he just gave her eight minutes to call her back and he just threw out it out there. Leela, whatever her last name is, runs a prostitution ring and is a thief. <laughs> and then the, so he just went off on this woman who's like a former ex of his or something. It's like, wait, wait. So if she runs a prostitution ring, why does she have your credit card? <laughs> like, oh. under her name and stuff. <laughs> and so it's just, it's just hilarious because no way, like, Jose. Here's her phone number. <laughs> Yeah, here's her phone number, everybody. Call her, call her a thief. And I actually dialed up, and uh, me and Janelle are like, "Yeah, we're gonna call this. We're gonna call this woman." And it was just a sign up for a credit card. It was all money. scam. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it went direct to voicemail. Did you give her a voicemail? So I got a little too late. No, oh, I voicemails are the best. Did not want to do that. This poor woman. She's knowing Jose Gonzaga. She's probably half the, the time right. when I call. I hope I get a voicemail. When Anyone, it's just angry it's just the best. Anytime you can get a voicemail, it's like winning the lottery. It's like, ha, ha, I get to destroy someone now. Uh, maybe at the end of this episode, I'll uh, leave in the voicemail, and I think we all know the voicemail we're talking about. I don't know, but eight minutes of pure joy. <laughs> Ashes voicemail <laughs> to you guys. Yeah, we'll see. You might have to edit that. I, I always get just sick. That's more, that's my move. And then you move to the desert, and you get way way more sick more often because it's so the air is so fresh here, covered in gasoline and gasoline <laughs> and sand. It's really a great combination for breathing. But I got uh, I got something besides a cold for once. I got the flu. When is the last time you guys have ever got the flu? Who gets the flu? It's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been like a, a decade for me. Brent, you would be so proud of me. I why I competed with your epic your epic vomit. I it's the only time it's, it's the only time I've ever seen explosive vomit that is comparable to yours in high school. When you hit I think did you hit the ceiling? But it was like it was three walls and a door and a floor and a bathtub. <laughs> like it was Well it just couldn't hit a bat the toilet's just I'll leave the question, right? Once it gets to a certain point. <laughs> well, you just got to stand there and let it all be. 
and scream. Well, you have to straighten out. But mine was... Is that what you're doing? Just standing with your arms like clenched? And <laughs> Mine was... I was... I was okay. I was sick. I was already in the hospital. I'd been released from the hospital. Like I had IV. I was in the like I was sick, sick. I had two IV bags and a bunch of drugs put in me, and you know, sent home after a few hours on IV, like laying in bed in a hospital. Not fun. And come home, and like I'm like I need to eat something, and you know, I'm having convulsions. My my fever was thirty nine nine. Like it, it was it was ridiculous. And then finally, I eat a banana. And it, I've been craving this freaking banana for so long. So I eat a banana. I haven't eaten anything. haven't thrown up yet. And like first 10 seconds, I'm like, oh, this is so good. All of a sudden, it's just like randomly like, oh, within like literally within <laughs> 20 seconds. So I get up because my thought is I'm laying down kind of eating the banana, right? I'm like, well, if I lay down, obviously, it's going to be easier to come back up. So I stand up. I start walking. I'm like, oh, this is okay. I'm just going to stand up and it'll kind of settle down, right? So I'm not even running. I'm just... Oh, standing up, stretching out. I get out of my bedroom. I turn the corner. Boom goes the dynamite. Above the, w- above the door jam. Both walls, bathroom door, in the hallway. It made it to under the sink. It was like, it was a two room, all, probably a three room situation. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was spectacular. And, uh. On top of that now, you know, I'm just recovering from the flu and I'm sick and I'm going to Jordan and I live next to Saudi Arabia. So I might have SARS next week. So I don't know if you could spread that on a podcast, but. <laughs> Everyone's got SARS in their ears. <laughs> Spitting SARS. <laughs> so. it's, been a, it's been a good week for me. It's a Mortal Kombat reptile situation. It was it was amazing. It, it was only once too, just a one time, and then I was better. That's all yeah. it takes. Then it was Tylenol. They don't have Tylenol here, though. Hey, I thought it was just anything with like codeine. No, it's and called stuff. Panadol. They did not allow oh, Tylenol. Okay. Is called Panadol here, and it's made by a different company, I think. So that's what everybody takes. And they call them dollies. The little kids want to go to the nurses all the time to go have a dolly. It's like really (laughs) creepy. Speaking of movie theaters and UFC guys, I uh, mean to know went to the Great and Powerful Oz last night. And then after uh, we went to the arcade where, you know, you win tickets and get prizes and all that stuff. So there's something about being in an arcade or uh, at a carnival that turns even like the most mild-mannered uh, male, such as myself, into uh, a rage of hormones and masculinity. <laughs> you never turned into that. <laughs> oh, last night I did. So they have the punch machine at uh, at the movie theater where it's like a punching bag that measures how hard you hit it. <laughs> and so we're playing like some doodle jump video game or something. And Janelle's just watching this guy over at the punch machine. And he's just steps like he's got ufc haircut like shaved at the side and just really short on top and he's got tattoos and just like we're watching him and he just lays into this back like so hard like a really impressive punch and janelle's like like look at him like she's like oh i don't think you could do that that guy's got tattoos and stuff like that so i just like just just works me right up right so i'm like yeah that's it I'm doing this. And she's like, no, it's a waste of tickets. It's a waste of our tokens. You know, we could play more video games yeah. for this. I was like, oh, I'm a man. Settle down, little lady. I'm a man. 
So I walk over there. I'm like, I bet you I could get just what about what he did. And so I'm pretty, pretty excited. Um, and then I roll up to the machine and uh, my world starts to crash because I was talking pretty big for a while. And I go over. I look at the uh, look at what he punched. He punched uh, 9,000. The all-time record on this machine for like the years that it's been there is 9,200. So he's like 200 away from the all-time okay. record. So I'm just like, oh, crap. Like, what do you guys think I'm going to put up? Like, 3, Yeah, but it's 000, like probably 4, an exponential like scoring system. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. No, he was with, he was he was with his he was with his lady. Oh, what lady. did she look like? So, please, t- I think you have a pretty tell good me idea. what she looked like, please. <laughs> you know, what color was her hair? What shade of like blonde little, was her hair? Yeah, you're right. It was like really fake, like extra bleached blonde and stuff like that. Yeah, straight. What kind of crappy tight pants did she have on? <laughs> I think I would just remember kind of what, leather jacket. What yeah, animal print purse pegged. did she have? <laughs> but yeah, you got her pegged pretty pegged. good, I think, from what I remember. So I, I roll up to the punch machine. And I'm, I'm kind of worried because, you know, what have I ever thrown a punch before? Well, it looks like this guy fights every week. 7,200. He honestly looks 7,200. No, I'm pretty proud of myself. I was, I, I, and she got the whole thing on videotape, and I didn't even realize, like, I'm stretching my arm, rolling uh-huh. that rotator cuff, you know, because, you know, you just explode out of a fistful of fury, like I'm about to. You, that's a good way to pull a muscle, like Brent did. Yeah, 600 <laughs> squats. So one I wind punch. Up. A little different. I was a little worried because there's, like, a family right next to it playing, like, some air hockey table. And you were scared you might explode the machine with your massive punch and kill a child. (laughs) No, I, like, might miss and, like, punch the mom (laughs) in the face, you know? So the video, it's pretty awkward about it. But I I wound up, just took a massive right, a total haymaker that would uh, impress Hulk Hogan. And uh, 8,800. So the record was 20, I mean, 9,200. UFC guy did 9,000, and I did 8,800, so I'm pretty proud oh, of myself. Oh, I'm coming there, there to kill you now. <laughs> oh, it's on. Come on. Did you put two quarters in? What, 400 is off that the, the... Is that like the thing? If you put double it, it's like my girlfriend <laughs> is watching money. So, like, that'd be a great feature. If you slide an extra coin in, they know your girlfriend's there. Yeah, I'm a big man in the house right now. Pretty no, I think the dog that just like gang raped you in the backyard <laughs> is the big man. But I think yeah, I the dog so. just just claimed big man status in your house. I think your turf has been taken yeah. over. Yeah, we're pet setting uh, this 130 pound beast who uh, he's here for the month. Paid paid a thousand bucks though, so it's all good in my book. He's a good boy, but yeah, sometimes outside he just gets a little randy, and I turn my back to him. And I feel these massive—I don't even want to call them paws because they're like hands. They're the size of your hand. They just feel them wrap around my waist, and he's like, "Come here!" And I'm like, "Oh God, no!" And I'm like, "The day we're like, I can punch eighty-eight hundred." Anyway, so yeah, sometimes I'm the big man in the house, but then other times, like uh, car shopping, you know, like you, you tend to know your brands of what you can afford when it comes to cars, right? You know, I'm not going to go into Mercedes Benz or uh, one of those big time, big time companies. I'm going to stick to you know the Hyundai and the Mitsubishi and Toyota and Chevy and all that jazz. Stay away from the Cadillac. 
So I walk into Acura. You guys know Acura, right? You probably know people with some Yeah, those Acuras. are steep, though. Well, no, like, I didn't. My uncle drove an Acura as a kid and stuff like that. Like, they're uh, traditionally known as Honda with better parts. So they're going to be more expensive. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you walk in there. And uh, <laughs> you ever walk into uh so here I am, like, not showered, not wearing, like, ripped jeans and stuff like that. And Janelle didn't brush her hair. We walk into Acura. We think, you know, we're okay here. Oh, no. Acura has changed their brand into a uh, something on the level of Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> so you walk in there, and, like, they immediately start, like, hey, what kind of food? Do you want some coffee? And it's like, oh. Would you like a macchiato like, here, show sir? Let's show you around. Let's <laughs> show you around. And they're like... Here, what kind of car are you looking for? And it's like, this is our cheapest car. Here. It starts at $44,000. <laughs> and it's like, ooh. And so to get out of a situation like that is, uh, you're like, well, you know, this is, a little, this is a little more expensive than what we're looking at. Well, let me show you the used stuff. We Our used cars start at like $34,000. <laughs> so just try to get out of a situation like that is uh, pretty interesting. When your car's just shopping. say... So I am having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Next time you see an Acura, I don't know. That's big money you're talking about. You should right walk there. in with. You should like get a couple girls around. to like dress up, walk in with like a suit and a cane, and like two girls on your side, see which one they introduce you to. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Fake yeah. car shopping seems like it'd be fun. fun. Fake, yeah, because they're just like fake friend making. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> just take. They've been really good, though. Like, all the dealer guys, other than those first Toyota guys who, like, started texting Janelle and stuff like that, they've been really good. Like, we've got it down to two cars, though, and the guys last night's just like, yeah, you know, if you decide this is the car you want, you know, come see me, whatever. <laughs> just like, that's that's a new high-pressure sales Yeah, I tech. might be around. I yeah, might not. Like the, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. Peace out. Whatever. I gotta go surf. <laughs> In Manitoba. So, I like I I like those guys' game. I like that game better than the. Uh, I'm gonna text you and let's do the paperwork up right now. Even though we know this. So is you the got first two cars. Ten minutes of your car buying two experience. cars. Yeah, we're down to two. We're and down two to different two. dealerships. Do two they know about ones, each yeah. other? They so do. what you do, do? You give them each okay. seventy five cents, and you take them down to the punching machine. <laughs> <laughs> and say hardest. And just say it, but maybe that's not Takes. your move. Maybe you're really seeing who's going to say, no, this is stupid. Maybe that's the guy you buy the car from. You know, like maybe you just see what their reactions are first, you know. And if one wins and he's acting like a jerk, do you buy it from him? You know, you say, you say, guys, this is just a test. It might be a a punching harder test. He might not be a punching harder test. I don't I don't know what kind of test this is, but we're going to I know that at the end of this, one of you is selling me a car. That's all I know. And we're going to see what goes down here. <clears throat> so Peter Mansbridge from CBC The National is celebrating 25 nice. years. Congrats, Peter Mansbridge. Yeah. I know. And he's uh, just one of the long line of famous Manitoban broadcast, like big time Canadian I, broadcasters. who got. I their believe I was on Manitoba. his radio show, wasn't I? I mean, on his TV show. I was on what? the national once. Remember Why? my Christmas piece? Yeah. Wait. What are I you remember about? when I was on the National for that Christmas shopping piece. Peter Mandrus hosts the National, right? 
Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe I could yeah. call I him. When you lived in Toronto. We're a friend of the show. He's a he's we're a colleague. Show. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So our friend, <laughs> our friend Peter Mansbridge, who you know we don't keep in touch that often, but I know him if I see him. Yep. Well, so he started. He got his big break in Manitoba, working for CBC. And uh, Darren Dreger, who's like TSN's top guy, he started with in Winnipeg News. And uh, Darren Detition got his start not in Winnipeg, but a little town I like to call. He Darren Detition hosts uh, Evening Sports Center on TSN. He got his start in a little town I like to call Dauphin, Manitoba. Doing what? On uh, IMTV Parkland Falls. Yes. Oh, Trevor, I can see Archie Milchak just stoning the Portage Terriers, combines rotating, bush fires blazing. About, That's it. Carter is talking about the opening credits of a television news show in a small Public town. Access. That the, the, the opening credits to the new show were a, a combine going across a wheat field. No, hey, that was freaking action-packed, man. That was really good tunes, and those were like really well-spliced together scenes, <laughs> you know? All right, so what's going on with what's going on with... It was good. With... Like, Archie Milcherek did like 20 saves in a row. Like, it was Dauphin came yeah, But man. where's so, this going? So Darren, du- Darren Duchistian was the sports met him there for like six months or something. Yeah, no thing. Yeah? No, ain't no thing. So, anyways, it, it would um, in CBC and Dauphin they would show like Road to Avonlea from uh, four till five, or Star Trek from three thirty to four thirty. And Simpsons would always Urkel would be on it. That's a great. That's uh, a great list of shows. It was a good lineup. Yeah, and Simpsons would always be on at five, and then at five thirty, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Only in Winnipeg though, because in Dauphin you'd see the first maybe three seconds of that Fresh Prince episode. And then, uh, <laughs> yes, Parkland Balls comes cut in, in. Bill Collins. They would cut in, so there'd be no fresh prints, and we'd get Parkland Pulse. So at the time, I was always very upset because I wanted to watch, you know, Will Smith get his jiggy on and uh, not watch his local crap news. But now that it's gone, I miss it so much. Like, if it would have been around when, like, Trevor was in high school, it would just be like the Trevor show would be like, so here we are at the senior boys basketball tournament <laughs> here's trevor with an exclusive interview and then be interviewing trevor to be like no let's go to the the drcss is putting on a musical here's their star trevor <laughs> i was in high school then and there was like who's this guy who's graduated <laughs> and his friend ash who's also graduated taking away all the roles from you know people actually in high school yeah that thing just kind of happened uh, that's Trevor, though, Trevor, it couldn't have been done without Oh, Trevor. just stop. Just put it that way. So there was, you know, like the script calls for, you know, Grease Lightning in his car. Well, you know. Uh, this is what we're really talking about. Like this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Like, Brent, if you're, if you're in charge of a high school musical and it calls for Grease Lightning, what are you going to do? Like, honestly, like make a car out of cardboard or something? Like, really, this is like a really difficult thing to do. Well, honestly, can you think of anything off the top of your head? What you would you do like to make a prop, a set piece? What would you do? Like a piece of wood painted like what? a car or something? Yeah. Something like a go-kart or something. So, I don't know. I, Trevor, can you fill me in what you use? Like, I, I just don't know what could Shut up. Work. We blowtorched a car off the frame and rebuilt the frame <laughs> on the stage and... <laughs> Basically built <laughs> built a full like I think it was a fifty nine Plymouth a Dodge Plymouth, wind 
convertible. convertible. Didn't you paint it? And it was like just black and rusted. And Trevor like painted it red. Yeah, we made a we made red a car. We put, we built a car on half. stage. <laughs> there was all I remember with that car is there was so many sharp edges from the blowtorch. I had so many people got cut so badly and so like rusty, gross. There was a lot of tetanus shots in that cast. Like there was multiple cuts and wardrobes getting destroyed and a lot of upper arm cuts and upper arm cuts from putting your arm on the door where we blowtorch the door apart and oh because you turned it into a convertible yeah and we cut it in half <laughs> why are we talking about this experience because it's it's one of your shouting <laughs> oh, moments yeah, man that's the high point of my life in <laughs> other is. news I have a new Pretty music sad. video out this week. Wait, no, Damn we're talking it. about Greece. Don't change the subject here. So, I it, what, it ran for five or six nights, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then the last night was a celebration. It was, uh, before it was cool, it was talk like a pirate day. Before it was that, it was, let's just ruin the music. <laughs> <laughs> and do a whole scene like pirates for no reason. Why are we yeah, talking I think about like, this? This is then, so lame. So you did an entire... You did an entire scene as pirates, and then even at the last song, it's like summer loving, destined for me. But it was just like summer loving, destined for. Arr. <laughs> I, I ain't going. Went too far. Long time ago, Car. You're just embarrassing me. <laughs> hey, you, ever, you need to get taken down a peg or two. Anyways, so IMTV, like, don't you miss Midnight Madness sales everywhere in Dauphin? Like, how are you supposed to know about Midnight Madness sales at your local co-op now? Or Bay's Menswear, huh? I need those commercials during CBC. 